Hello Forward Slash Listeners series producer Jackson Hewitt here with another bonus ep featuring our sponsor, IBM. Last week you heard from Brian Chesky of Airbnb and got a taste of the dramatic change that is hitting the company. Airbnb has been disrupted massively, but it too has been a disruptive force on the travel sector, forcing incumbent companies to completely rethink their operations. Every sector really has been disrupted by technological change, which is why IBM is creating industry-specific cloud computing platforms unique to each sector. Here's Hilary Hunter, VP and CTO of IBM Cloud. You know, there's been a tremendous amount of enthusiasm in the initial waves of adoption of cloud, but I think what is emerging across enterprises is a view that um, there are uh, particular challenges, particular opportunities um, that an industry-specific lens and view of the world can help tackle most efficiently um, for moving uh, workloads to the cloud and deploying them effectively. So um, we have industry cloud initiatives around uh, financial services um, and other core client bases. Um, And it helps people address moving to cloud in a way that is informed by their industry. And so as an example, in financial services, there's a lot of need for security and compliance. Um, And that's very specific. And those obligations are specific to that industry. So being able to take those um, requirements of that industry and translate them also into a cloud uh, world enables clients to um, move out of traditional enterprise IT environments and move to cloud uh, with more confidence and more quickly and have net cost benefit in moving to cloud. And what does it take to build that? Because obviously it's a very different process to create a specific cloud. For us, industry-specific cloud means going end-to-end. So, you know, taking our understanding of even the engagement process, right? So uh, different industries have, you know, different objectives. There are hot topics that are key competitive topics for them. Um, You know, in uh, different industries, consumers are looking for different types of, you know, features and functions, and different industries are being uh, disrupted by new entrants, digital entrants into their industries. And so it starts with what are the um, needs and the particular drivers and disruptive factors happening within an industry, and therefore what are the core cloud technologies and services, and what do we need to build to address those needs specific to that industry, and what are the uh, vendors that need to be on the cloud in order to enable Uh, enterprises from those industries to be effective on cloud, not just for code that they wrote, but code that they're looking to and and features and functions and and applications and software as a service that they're looking to get, which is tailored for their industry. So it starts with positioning things around the industry. And then as we go down uh, different layers, uh, some industries do require actually, even in the core technology of the cloud itself, um, that there be uh, additional considerations. And so, you know, we see opportunity to differentiate in approaching cloud for certain industries around things like how we build uh, data protection technology. Um, And so for us, the conversation um, around financial services or other industries with consumer data goes literally all the way down into the transistors of some of the chips that we use to build the cloud Um, Because all the way down at that level, we can design things to be very robust and have high standards of cryptography and make sure that data is really, really secure and secure in a way that is, you know, understood and and acceptable for that industry. And how is this designed to deal with industry disruption? 
think of it as, you know, even we as consumers are expecting more and more things out of those enterprises that we interact with every day, right? So um, retail has been, you know, disrupted by online retail. Um, and even traditional retail companies have had to respond. Um, and for small to medium retail businesses, you know, that can be a significant lift to be able to quickly respond to um, everything from, you know, online retail to these days in, in many countries having to do a curbside pickup <laughs> has become popular, right? So, so changes in the way that you interact with your customers and being able to very quickly stand up new capabilities um, that are digital um, is a constant theme and, and helping industries do that in a way specific to their industry and, and those specific new applications and workloads that are needed. So in retail, it may be uh, being able to have a digital store um, in financial services. You know, it may mean being able to have a lot of elasticity in the way that, you know, consumers interact with their, you know, bank um, and interact digitally with their bank. Um, in, um, you know, telco, it may be addressing, you know, shifts in new opportunities and new workloads and applications because of 5G. Um, and each industry, you know, is sort of having its own disruptions. Um, and, you know, for example, in financial services, uh, fintech companies and fully digital banks come about um, and they create a different user experience that we as consumers then come to expect and want to see um, even from more traditional brands, you know, in that space. And so it's that constant pressure to change and modernize and, um, you know, infuse AI-driven capabilities and, and digital consumer experiences and improve recommendations to customers and stuff um, that really, I think, in many cases is driving what people want um, to get um, when they say, oh, let's move to cloud. Um, they're really looking also to change their business and change the way they interact with consumers um, and to be able to create content more quickly. Um, I'll show you with the, you know, a couple of examples, right? During the last six months during COVID, uh, uh, you know, certainly we've worked with organizations that have had to, you know, shift their own IT because workers are working at home. And so cloud has a really good place in there. Um, but we've also, you know, worked with the bank, for example, that had to stand up their country's, um, you know, uh, sort of payroll protection program, their country's um, sort of emergency loan service. Um, and so being able to very quickly create an entirely new function for the bank, a, a completely new type of loan with a new type of application, new set of criteria, new set of considerations and risks um, is something that a cloud environment can can help with um, when those kind of disruptive um, things come about in an industry. What about the travel sector? Would it work for that industry? Absolutely. You know, something that we see uh, extensively in travel and transportation is the need for um, edge cloud computing, uh, meaning that in uh, travel and transportation, a lot of times there are sort of outposts, place that you're do places that you're doing business. Um, you know, in, in, in traditional transportation, you know, it may be, you know, ships that are going around. Uh, in travel, it may be, uh, you know, locations that, you know, a car rental agency uh, or an airline has in an airport. Um, all of those things within the travel industry or hotels, for example, um, become places where people are interacting with their customers, where they're wanting to provide, you know, immersive and customized kind of experiences where they have to deal with a lot of churn. You know, there's churn because of weather and travel changes and other things like that. And being able to customize and localize computing um, is a really important topic in, uh, you know, travel and transportation. 
um, and tourism type of type of uh, use cases. And so we see, you know, a lot of folks in um, those kind of industries looking to, you know, I guess I would say deploy a small version of the cloud, right? So deploy what we call distributed cloud computing or edge cloud computing um, to be able to kind of create um, a, a mini cloud, you can think of it as, um, out in that place that they're doing business where they have a retail outlet, you know, at an airport, um, within the hotel, um, for example. And that enables them to, to deliver, um, you know, customized uh, customer experiences um, and for, you know, companies like um, Airbnb that, you know, may not have that sort of, you know, retail kind of location where they're actually touching customers, um, cloud is a really important conversation around elasticity. So, um, you know, companies that have had significant changes upward or downward during um, the last months, I think, are expressing to us great urgency in pursuing cloud solutions that are especially oriented around elasticity. In the cloud, you're charged for what you use. And so the cloud can enable your IT to grow and shrink as different parts of your business um, grow and shrink. And many um, companies in this space have seen certain parts of their business grow and other parts you know, go down and, and cloud is perfect for that kind of environment. Um, because people can, you know, grow and uh, expand their cloud usage um, and have their cloud usage and their computing usage grow um, as their business grows and rebounds. And from a broader perspective, what kind of return on investment is being delivered? I don't know that I necessarily have a, a specific um, cost-benefit number that I've seen from analysts um, for industry-specific cloud per se, but I'll give you a couple of other sort of thoughts around the topic of within certain industry verticals where we've seen, you know, some things and some, some quantifications from analysts. Um, as we're working with many um, industries, um, what we see is that um, they are really looking to find an overall cloud strategy and a cloud architecture. Um, they have had some initial general uses of cloud, um, probably not industry tailored uses of cloud, and they're needing to consolidate onto a cloud architecture and a cloud strategy that's more durable, that enables them to have cloud at the edge, like we were talking about, that enables them to have private cloud in their existing IT facilities and to use public cloud in an industry-specific way. Um, what we see is that, you know, over using just one cloud alone, having this hybrid cloud strategy that includes on-premises IT and private cloud and, and edge locations and use of public cloud um, can offer upward of 2.5x in um, value in, in total cost of ownership. Um, in addition, being able to have the flexibility through an industry cloud program like our cloud for financial services enables um, customers actually to fully leverage those knobs because it enables also public cloud to be used and that elasticity benefit to be realized even for sensitive and 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 sensitive and confidential computing needs. Um, and so that is really what unlocks that full spectrum of placing workloads where they're best fit, where they're going to be most cost optimized, where they're closest to the clients, where the customer experience is going to be best. Um, and we've had several different lenses on that from different analyst firms that have pretty consistently come back at um, there's a 2.5x optimization opportunity and viewing cloud is not just one single cloud location choice, um, but as an overall architecture that enables this flexibility to really have computing where your business 
um, is and have competing where your customers are. That was Hilary Hunter, VP and CTO of IBM Cloud there. Next week, we have another cracker interview with a towering figure of the tech world. Mike Cannon-Brooks will be talking with David Swan about Atlassian's stratospheric success and his personal mission to create a greener world. Don't miss it.